Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. As a Christian in our world today, have you ever lost hope? Have you ever felt left out or forgotten by God? In today's update, Pastor J.D. explains that no matter what God's doing in your life, He has a divine plan for you and is always working for your good. Keep your faith in Him and be carried through the storms of life. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on May 28, 2023. Let me say it this way. God is allowing this to happen in order that we would be more willing to lose our lives in this world to ready us for when Jesus takes us out of the world. This is the paradox of paradoxes. You want to live, die. Die to self, live for Christ. The way up is the way down. We've gotten a little bit too comfortable. It's been said God comforts the afflicted, but so too does God afflict the comfortable. Uh, I'll just use myself, lest I make anybody feel uncomfortable. Of course, I make you feel uncomfortable every week, but it's like God saying, J.D., I, uh, I don't get too comfortable down there. And th- this can, I mean, for someone like me, I mean, God's blessed this ministry exceedingly abundantly above and beyond anything we could have ever thought or imagined. J.D., don't get too comfortable with it. Um, Things are going pretty good right now. Pretty good. Don't get too comfortable. Beware when all men speak well of you, J.D., I'm taking one for the team again. Um, I don't want you to dig your roots down too deep in the temporal soil of this fallen world because I'm getting ready very soon, by the way, in this last hour to take you out of this world. So why don't you free yourself and let go of it? Because we all have this propensity to hold on tight to it. And Jesus says, do the opposite, lose it. You're trying to keep it. You're going to lose it. So lose it and you'll keep it. That's Matthew 16, 25, by the way. You know it well. And again, it's, 
you'll forgive me for repeating this, but it's the paradox of paradoxes. And the sooner we as God's people get comfortable, comfortable with the paradox of our faith, the better. Because see, that goes contrary to everything within our human nature, our sin nature, our Adamic nature. See, our Adamic nature wants to get all it can and can all it gets. We, we are by nature, the human nature, the sin nature is to, is to hunker down. Why are you hunkering down? I'm taking you up. Could you imagine? We've been hunkering down and then the rapture happens and whoa, this one's tough. Get down there. This one we got to get. That's not going to happen. I just wanted to use that as a, you got the point. Oh, may it never be said of us that like with Lot, they had to grab us by the hand and yank us out. No hesitancy. I've already fallen out of love with the world. By the way, I haven't only unsubscribed, unfollowed, and unfriended. I block the world. Yeah, I block block it. And then I keep getting notices, you want to unblock? Nope, I don't want to unblock. Nope. Nope. Blocked. I don't want to be friends with the world. First of all, you hate my guts. Why do I want to be your friend? No, you know, actually, I've already lost my life in this world. So I suppose you could say, I got nothing to lose. I've already let, let go of it. The freedom, the peace, because your, your investment isn't down here. I mean, okay, can I just use a car example? Why not? I like cars too. Cars and charts. Maybe I'm going to do charts about cars. I don't know. So you get a brand new car. Okay, I don't want to get a door ding. So we park it at an angle. Don't do that. Because someone's going to say, oh, (laughs) watch this. And then you get a, a ding, a scratch. Now you can park anywhere you want. You're free. We have a, I won't get rid of it, it means too much to me. There's so much sentimental value in it. A a 2008 Honda Odyssey, I mean bus up. No, literally, every panel has a dent in it. I'm so free with that thing. I park wherever I want. You know what's really cool about that? Is when people see me coming, they get out of my way. (laughs) I never have a problem finding a parking spot. People say, hey, you can go ahead, you can park there. I'm so free. I don't... In fact, where thief breaks in and steal, I've actually contemplated this, and I know they have clinical terms for this too, but I've actually contemplated pre-writing a thank you note to a thief who steals the van. Dear thief, thank you so much. It's yours. It's really a good vehicle. I'll just, I guess, get something else. But I don't, I don't worry about it. I don't worry about someone stealing it. Take it. 
<laughs> you don't want to take it, but I don't worry about it. Isn't it interesting that in Matthew 6, after Jesus says that where your treasure is, there will your heart be also, He goes on to provide the cure for worry. Uh, do, you, do you connect those dots? Do you see the connection there? You're worried about this because that's where your investment is. If your investment's up here, no worries. The government isn't going to seize it. The IRS isn't going to take it. This isn't on YouTube and Facebook, so we're okay so far. It's protected in heaven. No one has any access to it, and it's going to be there waiting for me. Spence said, you cannot take it with you, but you can send it ahead. It was said of, I think it was a wealthy Rockefeller when he died. The question was asked, how much did he leave? Answer, all of it. All of it. The late Larry Burkett, founder of Christian Financial Concepts, someone I was very fond of, great ministry. He said, you'll never see a hearse pulling a U-Haul. I'll give you a moment on that. True. So let's close this way. Our lives in this world, maybe that trial you're in is being allowed by God to shake you up because you're about to be taken up. And absent that difficulty, that pain and suffering, that fiery trial, you would not long for eternity as you do now. Maybe absent that trial in your life, that trial that you brought to church today, by the way, and please know I in no way wish to be dismissive of it. Many people who are hurting, struggling, suffering, if anything, it should have this effect. There's nothing for me here anymore. I just want to go home, Lord. I just want to go home, Lord. That's where my heart is. I long for it. Things down here are getting really bad. And I don't want to be here any longer than I have to be. Perhaps that's God's intended purpose, is to get us as His people to, of our own volition, let go of this world. Let go of this world. What is there here for you? Well, you just said it again. Now I'm just going to quit my job and drop out of school. and Don't do that. You want to be a dropout for all eternity? And <laughs> no, that's, that's taking it too far. No, it matters. It's going to matter for all eternity. It's not in vain. Whatever you do, you do as unto the Lord, not as unto men. 
You're doing it for Him. And there's a reward for you awaiting you no matter what you do. Before I entered the ministry and the pastorate, I had Bible studies that I did. And I deliberately disconnected them from the church so that I could have a further reach, a a farther reach, because I wanted to reach people that I would not otherwise be able to reach if it was under the church umbrella. So I started these Bible studies in in the business world, business Bible studies, and we had all walks of life. We had doctors and lawyers, car dealers, a lot of car dealers there, And they got saved, you know, by the way. Imagine that. I was one of them. And we had all these people from all different walks of life. And I, I have fond memories of those days, because as soon as I entered the ministry, it's kind of like that wall went up. Because now I'm a pastor. Do you realize that you can reach people that pastors could never hope to reach? Where God has positioned you for such a time as this? Okay, one last thing. (laughs) That struggle, that trial, um, don't fight it. God has allowed it. God has allowed it. It's for your good and His glory. Once again, I'll bring it to an end the way we began and say, let's just untether ourselves from the world. Let's unfriend the world. This is the last hour of the world. And this is why we do these updates. I, all these years, I, what, what has happened? I know it's happened in my life, teaching Bible prophecy, and I've had the privilege of seeing what God's done in your life as well over the years. Bible prophecy has this effect of loosening our ever-tightening grip on this world and the things of this world, because it focuses our attention on the next. When you realize that, hey, this world, as we're going to see, it's dying. It's dying. It's passing away. Why would I want to invest in this? Why would I want to have my treasure down here in this? It's passing away. It's all going away. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. But eternity is forever and forever. I want to end with the gospel as we always do in the ABCs of salvation and kind of wrap it together. Just a simple explanation. The A is for acknowledge or admit that you've sinned. (laughs) That's when you realize and recognize your need for the Savior. Romans 3.10 says, there is no one righteous not even one. No one is good. You might be good, but you'll never be good enough. And Romans 3.23 tells us why. It's because all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. We've all been born sinners, which is why we must be born again to see the kingdom 
of heaven. Romans 6.23 packages the bad news first with the good news, which is what the word gospel means. Good news. Your debt has been paid. Your penalty has been paid. You're free to go. That's what the word gospel means. What penalty? What debt? Oh, the death penalty. The wages of sin is death. That's the bad news. And that readies me for the good news, which is the gift of God, which is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Notice the contrast between wage earned and gift given. He purchased us to give to us the gift. The B centrally is for believing your heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says, if you believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, you will be saved. And the C, lastly, is for call upon the name of the Lord. Or as Romans 10, 9 and 10 also says, if you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will, will be saved. And lastly, Romans 10.13, I love this verse. All who call upon the name of the Lord will, will be saved. I implore you, if you're here today, and you've never believed in your heart, called upon Him, put your trust in Him for the forgiveness of sins. I implore you today, today is the day of salvation. Do not delay and put off the most important decision of your life for eternal life. Today is the day of salvation. Choose you this day whom you're going to serve. Today's But God testimony comes from Jody Engel, who writes, Dear Pastor J.D., I never miss one of your updates. I've been listening for years. I frequently have to miss going to my church because of work obligations, so have more or less made you my pastor. I love being a part of your online congregation, and we love having you as a part of our online congregation, and look forward to meeting you in the air. We too cannot wait to meet you in the air, which I believe will be very soon. We too believe, sorry for the commentary, (laughs) I'm in total agreement here with this sister. When COVID came out, I was working a job in the service industry, and Like all other companies out there in the service industry, they were forced to conform to all the ridiculous requirements and regulations being forced on those who wanted their businesses to stay open. I couldn't believe how fast the entire world fell in line with all the rules who the World Health Organization was demanding. It blew my mind how fast those plastic shields were put up at cash registers and lines were painted on the ground with six feet painted on them. Just as quickly masks were suddenly not optional when in public and those who didn't conform to these rules were shunned and demonized. I found myself in a situation where the first requirement my boss made was having to wear the mask. I have a severe case of COPD. 
and running around a hot restaurant while trying to breathe with one of those nasty things covering my mouth was like a torture that I cannot even describe. I didn't know if he'd eventually demand we all take the shot that I knew had been developed in the pits of hell, but I wasn't going to wait and find out. The mass situation had the fingerprints of the devil all over it. I knew it was not a natural thing. God designed the human body to take in oxygen and expel carbon dioxide, and being forced to breathe in your own carbon dioxide over and over would never come from God. Not to mention you were no longer able to see people's smiles, and it was dehumanizing. I made the decision to quit that job, and no, I didn't have another one to fall back on, but God. God has always provided for me. I may not have had millions in the bank, but I always had a roof over my head, car to drive, food in my tummy, and a family that loves me. I knew He'd provide, and He did. I am now working for one of my friends who owns a couple of adorable shops. We live in a small town in Wisconsin that is a retreat for the rich in the summer and who is also a Christian. She suddenly found herself in need of a trusted, reliable employee at the same time as I found myself in need of a job. Hmm. I love it when God does that. Plus, I am making as much money as I was before and do not have to comply with some ridiculous standards set up by people who hate God and His creation, humanity, not to mention it is such a fun job. Wait till you get to heaven. (laughs) Okay, I never had a job that I enjoy as much as I do this one. God is so good. Thank you for your uplifting sermons each week, and I am proud to call myself one of your congregants. I pray that the Lord blesses you greatly and protects you, your family and your church, all of whom I know are my brothers and sisters in Christ. That's you. Sincerely, Jody Engel. And yes, you can use my name if you ever read this during one of your prophecy updates. I just did. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. This is a strong word today, but it's a needed strength to detach us from the attachments to this world. We're just passing through our lives but a vapor, James says, and eternity is forever. And so Lord, I just pray, especially for anyone today that's really hurting and struggling, that first and foremost you would just encourage and strengthen their hearts. Give them a renewed hope, not in this world or the things of this world, getting better or turning around. No, the blessed hope, the blessed hope, our only hope, that that trumpet's going to sound and the dead in Christ are going to rise first and we who are alive and remain are going to be caught up, raptured up, to meet you in the air and forever be with you, Lord. That's our only hope, is you taking us out of this dying world. So, Lord, come quickly. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thanks for joining us for today's edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Some of what you've heard today may have encouraged you in your faith, 
and at times it may have brought up more questions that you would like answered. If you're wanting to get in touch with us, go to jdfarag.org and find the contact link at the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you can let us know some of the questions you might have, and we'll get back to you and try to answer those questions as best we can. While you're on our website, feel free to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. If what Pastor J.D. shared today has you really confused about what it means to know Jesus and life beyond this life, there's a resource for you that might be helpful. At jdfarag.org, find the ABCs tab. This will walk you through what it means to have a saving knowledge of Jesus and what that means for you going forward. Once again, our website is jdfarag.org. If you're ever in or near the Kaneohe area, we'd love to have you come join us. Come visit Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays and Thursdays for a time of worship, fellowship, and in-depth Bible study with Pastor J.D. You can find service times and directions on our website. Just scroll to the bottom and click on Calvary. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Thanks for listening in to the Prophecy Update for today. We hope you'll join us for our next edition of In Spirit and Truth, where Pastor J.D. has much to share with you about what God's been putting on his heart. The Bible and its prophecies are not to be taken lightly. And so we'll keep digging in on In Spirit and Truth.